Turn with me to the book of Ezekiel. The book of Ezekiel and chapter 18. And what we find in this chapter are the same as what we found in the previous 17 chapters. They are the words of the Lord spoken to Ezekiel to be delivered to the house of Judah and some of it to the house of Israel. And while this is so, in each chapter, each thought that has been presented, that we have looked at, we've tried to make application to us today. And this 18th chapter will be no different. In fact, some of the thoughts in the 18th chapter we find are so very prevalent in the day and age, in society, in the world in which we live. So we will be with the Lord's help, making application to the thoughts presented here. Many, or at least a couple of these verses, you have probably heard different preachers refer to, turn to, read in your hearing as I have referenced them in, in the past. And so those preachers, and I myself included, did no injustice to the passage of Scripture by applying it to the message to the day and times in which we find ourselves in today. The same that was told to the house of Judah and was true is true to us today as well. The first section of this chapter that we'll be looking at is verses 1 through 4. Verses 1 through 4. We want to read this evening in your hearing, beginning with verse 1. The word of the Lord came unto me again, saying, What mean ye that ye use this proverb 
concerning the land of Israel, saying, The fathers have eaten sour grapes, and the children's teeth are set on edge. As I live, saith the Lord God, ye shall not have occasion any more to use this proverb in Israel. Behold, all souls are mine, as the soul of the Father, so also the soul of the Son is mine. The soul that sinneth, it shall die. We want to look at the first point, or begin looking at the first point. And the first point is an individual responsibility, which is found here in verses 1 through 4, and we'll be continuing on down through verse 20. One of God's major principles governing humans is his law of individual responsibility. That is, I can blame no one else for my sin. You can blame no one else for your sin. You made the choice. You are responsible. There is a desperate need among men and women men and women in Ezekiel's day, men and women in our day, accept and beware of this law. Just as there was in Ezekiel's day. There was a great thing, and we're going to see that as we, as we get going through these verses. Remember the writing of this. Remember the timing of this. Ezekiel and others, Daniel, had already been carried away into captivity into Babylon. It began with, and it's more to the house of Judah, to Judah and Benjamin, than to the other ten northern tribes, who over a hundred years before had been carried away into captivity and taken away into captivity. And, and we're dealing with a period of time from Jeconiah and his capture 
and his being carted off along with the others, Ezekiel and, and uh, other company that were by the river Kibar in Babylon and Daniel as well. So this is the time period. Ezekiel is living among the captives, and he himself being one of the captives in Babylon. When the Lord came to him with this message, and the Lord gives him this message to be delivered to the people. It is a message about individual accountability. We're going to see that not only is it prevalent and prominent in the day and time in which we live, but it was, it was the thing in the day of Ezekiel as well. So, we'll be looking at individual accountability. Not that you're accountable to me or that I'm accountable to you. However, we are, especially as brothers and sisters in Christ, passage is dealing with accountability to God. Brings out, we'll be bringing out the fact that God is the creator, God is the maker of every man that has ever been born and ever will be born. At the same time that Ezekiel was given this message and was to be delivering this message to, to the exiles there in Babylon, Jeremiah also was given the message and was delivering it to those back in Jerusalem who hadn't yet been carried away captive. Turn with me to the book of Jeremiah. Jeremiah in chapter 31. And Get back to it here just a moment. Jeremiah chapter 31. Well, yeah. in verse 29.
Well? It's not wanting to come up. Jeremiah chapter 31 and verse 29 and 30. In those days they shall say no more the fathers have eaten sour grapes and the children teeth are set on edge. But everyone shall die for his own iniquity every man that eateth the sour grapes his teeth shall be set on edge so Jeremiah proclaiming the same word as Ezekiel every man is responsible for his own Dorns. Now, back to Ezekiel chapter 18, and verse 1. The word of the Lord came unto me again, saying, Think about that. How many times in this book of Ezekiel has it been said that the word of the Lord came to me saying the word of the Lord came to me when I was by the river Kibar <laughs> He had the vision, which was the word of the Lord, that was given to him. I don't know why all those times that we've read that, it's taken this time to have the thought This is the inspired Word of God. The inspired Word of God. God wanted the people to know that this was His Word. And Ezekiel wanted the people to know this is not my Word. This is God's Word. This has not only been common with Ezekiel, but it was so 
with the other prophets, those beforehand. It was so with Moses. It was so with Jacob in the book of Genesis and in chapter 49 when, when he's about to pass away and before he passes he wants to, to pronounce upon his sons well as Genesis 49 says what shall be in the end times <laughs> and he begins to pronounce upon his sons blessings. Of course, the one that we look at the most is the blessing that was pronounced upon Judah concerning the rule, the reign, the, the kingship, the scepter, and not departing from him until Shiloh come, till the Lord Jesus Christ come, till the Lord Jesus Christ sets on the throne. Be the last one. There'll not be another to sit on the throne. David lets us know in in the writings concerning David and and, and things that the Lord came to him and spoke to him. And he relayed the word of the Lord. And thus we have many of the Psalms written by David. But turn with me back to the book of Jeremiah. Hope I have better success bringing Jeremiah up this time than I did last time. Chapter 1 of Jeremiah. And look with me here at verses 9 and 10. Then the Lord put forth his hand and touched my mouth, and the Lord said unto me, Behold, I have put my words in thy mouth. See, I have this day set thee over the nations and over the kingdoms to root out and to pull down and to destroy and to throw down to build and to plant. Jeremiah is recording for us the inspired of God. He was inspired of God. God reached forth and touched his lips and God said, I put my words in your mouth. And wanted Jeremiah to speak them forth. Turn with me to the 20th chapter of the book of Jeremiah. The 20th chapter in verse 9. And look at what Jeremiah writes here. Then I said, I will not make mention of him, 
nor speak any more in his name. I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to speak what God has inspired me to speak. I'm not going to speak what he's put in my mouth. No more. I'm done. But his word was in my heart as a burning fire shut up in my bones, and I was weary with forbearing, and I could not stay. I could not keep my mouth shut because it was a burning in me. He had to speak it was the inspired word of God which he spoke turn with me to the 36th chapter of the book of Jeremiah the 36th chapter in verse 2 take the roll of a book and write therein all the words that I have spoken unto thee against Israel and against Judah and against all the nations from the day I spake unto thee from the day of Josiah even unto this day. And thus we have the of Jeremiah and the book of the Lamentations he wrote in that Daniel references that, that he got the book of Jeremiah and he read it the book of Jeremiah was the inspired word of God and Daniel believed it as the inspired word of God now back to Ezekiel. Ezekiel in chapter 3. And look with me at verse 17. Verse 16 says... The Lord came unto me, saying, verse 17, Son of man, I have made thee a watchman unto the house of Israel. Therefore, hear the word at my mouth, and give them warning from me. In other words, every word which God spoke to Ezekiel, Ezekiel being the watchman, being the one that was the sound for the wording was to take the inspired word of God and to tell it forth to the wicked and to the righteous as well. Chapter 11. Chapter 11 of Ezekiel. And look with me at verse 5. 
and the Spirit of the Lord fell upon me. The Spirit of who? Was it Ezekiel's Spirit? Was it the Spirit of Jeremiah? Was it the Spirit of Daniel? Was it the Spirit of someone else? No, it was the Spirit of the Lord fell upon me and said unto me, Speak, thus saith the Lord. Thus have ye said, O house of Israel, for I know the things that come into your mind, every one of them. Ezekiel only spoke forth that which inspired him to speak forth. That which God told him to speak forth. So turn with me now to the book of Second Peter. Second Peter in chapter one. Second Peter chapter one and look with it. Verse 20. Well, let's read verse 19. We have also a more sure word of prophecy, whereunto ye do well that ye take heed as unto a light that shineth in a dark place until the day dawn and the day star arise in your hearts. You do well that you take heed. We have a more sure word of prophecy. It's the word of the Lord. It's the inspired word of the Lord. Knowing this first, that no prophecy of the scripture of any private interpretation. For the prophecy came not in old times by the will of man, but holy men of God spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. <laughs> what did we just read to you in the Old Testament? And, and, and there, there, there's a whole lot more examples in the Old Testament than just what we read to you. Of the word of the Lord coming to his prophets and speaking. One of my favorite ones is Micaiah. And, and King Saul, or not Saul, uh, help me out, uh, Ahab, King Ahab. He doesn't speak anything good concerning me. <laughs> Sent from Micaiah. I must speak the words of the Lord. The only thing I can... Even Balaam, who ended up not speaking only the words of the Lord, but at the first he said, I must speak the words of the Lord. What God says is what I must speak. And he did, but then he told him, King, a little something more that brought judgment upon Israel, but it also brought judgment upon 
Balaam in a later time as well. So we just read in, in the Old Testament of some of the prophets who, who received the word of the Lord and told to deliver it. Turn with me to the book of Hebrews. Book of Hebrews in chapter 1. In verse 1. God, who at sundry times and in divers manners spake in times past unto the fathers by the prophets. We've read you some of that. He spoke by the prophets. It was his word. It was the inspired word of God. And, and, and many of those prophets were led to write books of the Old Testament the way we have in our Bibles today. hath in these last days spoken unto us by his Son, whom he hath appointed heir of all things, by whom also he made the worlds. And since Christ came and walked and tabernacled upon earth with men, and had his apostles, and he delivered his word, the word of God, to the apostles, there was the inspired word of God that was given to the apostles. Thus, thus they wrote the New Testament. Not only apostles, but Matthew, Mark, and, or Mark and Luke. Luke, writer of two of the books of the New Testament, weren't apostles, but they wrote under inspiration of the Holy Spirit of that which they were witness to gave witness to Matthew and John and Paul also writers Peter writer of the first and second epistle of Peter of course John not only writing the book of John but writing the books of first second and third John as well as well as the great revelation of Jesus Christ on the day of the Lord when he was in in the spirit <laughs> the Lord came to him and gave him that wonderful and marvelous revelation turn with me to the book of 2nd Timothy 2nd Timothy chapter 3 in verse 16. All Scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. Every word that God has preserved for us was inspired by Him and it's for our good. It's profitable. It's profitable to show us Jesus Christ. Praise God for the gospel of Jesus Christ. 
It also reveals our sin, sick condition that we're in. Praise God that His Word spoke to me, revealing my sinful condition as it is before God. Praise God. His Word spoke to me, revealing to me the Lord Jesus Christ dying on the cross for my sins, rising again for my justification. Praise God. He gave me the faith to believe, trust in His Word, the inspired Word of God. And now, by His grace, I live by that faith which He's given me. And trust in His Word, His Holy Word. Trusting every word. Trusting every promise. His promises are sure. His promises are certain. We've seen that a few weeks ago in the 17th chapter. And his promises that we find in this 18th chapter are just as sure and just as certain. So the word which Ezekiel has recorded for us in this 18th chapter in the first verse is the word of the Lord as is the whole book all 48 chapters of the book of Ezekiel are the inspired word of God shall we look to the Lord and